It is Thursday, August 27th, 2020, and this is episode 82 of the World of Sports podcast and radio show, short episode edition. Welcome to a Thursday episode of the World of Sports podcast and radio show, short episode edition. I'm Zach Rubenstein, and I am recording this episode um, earlier on Wednesday than I normally record for the next day. Um, I normally record these evening time, um, if not late at night. That way I can make sure I get the whole story um, for the episode. But this one may be a little bit incomplete, um, and in part because I just want to get kind of my thoughts out onto this episode. Um Yet from yesterday's episode, I'm going to both amend and also dabble down on some of the things that I said. Um, yesterday's episode was about the sports role um, in response to the shooting of Jacob Blake, um, a man in southern Wisconsin who was shot by the police. Um, and, and I feel like a lot's happened in the last 24 or so hours. Um 48 hours even. Um, and and the sports world has, has also changed. On yesterday's episode, I talked about the Toronto Raptors mulling about taking the, you know, forfeiting a game. Um, and I didn't really think it was worth anything. Um, my argument yesterday was that if one team takes one game off, who cares? That doesn't really do anything. Um, and I still stand by that, except um, the difference would have been how did the only team that taken off had taken off still meant something would have been the Bucks. I didn't think about the fact that the Bucks might take a game off. Um, of course, now, uh, yesterday, the Bucks did um, announce that they were going to boycott. Now, earlier on Wednesday, the Celtics and Raptors were in discussion about doing it. That, that discussion had continued. Um, but the Bucks decided they were going to also take the game off. And they were going to boycott or forfeit, depending on what you want to call it, the game. Um, and they did. And the Magic didn't accept it. The Magic, being the Bucks opponent, didn't accept it. I don't know what that means. That will be for another episode. Um, promptly after the Bucks did, did their choosing not to play. Uh, every other game on Wednesday night chose not to play. Um, and even a couple of baseball games. The Giants-Dodgers and the Mariners-Padres. Um, as well as, of course, the Wisconsin team, the Brewers. Um, I believe they're playing the Reds. Now, it is important to note that one team taking a game off doesn't necessarily mean very much. Um, but a lot of teams taking games off do, do mean something. And I'm going to amend saying that, that it doesn't mean anything if one team takes a game off. It kind of... Um, I said that yesterday because there there is some attention being taken to it. The Bucks got a lot of attention for taking the game off. Uh, attention I didn't necessarily see coming. But to me, there is something that's really important that I don't think is being addressed. And it's the and and kind of what's next, right? So, um, and, and I'm not trying to be, I don't want to be too political here. This is where sports and politics overlap. Um, and I'm not going to completely avoid it. Now, these players, 
and a lot of people, both white and black and Latino and all from all different groups, have felt like there is a an, an issue between black people and the police department. Um, and there seems to be a disproportionate number of, of shootings of unarmed black men. Um, at least that's the perception. Now, I'm not going to give my political views either way on it. But if you turn on the news, you see that being covered and talked about and and protest and and it's not just about the shooting. It's also about kind of the the justice aspect, right? Holding people accountable for their actions. And to be honest, my 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 response has been kind of we've seen now three or four weeks. We saw, I guess, three or four weeks of sustained protest following the murder of George Floyd. And what we saw was a country that was spurred to action, a lot more people taking note of, of a problem that did not exist to them based on their skin color um, until, you know, they've seen it now in front of them. And they saw the murder of somebody, you know, in kind of a horrific manner in which someone would choke the life out of them for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And, and it felt like this country shifted a little bit. And I think there's a growing sentiment in the black community, at least, and, and some of the white allies, that maybe it shifted in terms of the average person, but but it didn't really shift. The country didn't move in terms of the actual police department. And and that's what I think is driving some of the anger, probably most of it. Some of it is also directed towards, you know, the lack of, of early and, and, and quick arrest um, and some of that kind of justice angle. But I would say the, to the to the NBA, and this is really important. Okay, you're going to take the game off, but how are you going to make things better, right? How are you going to not just be upset when a black man is murdered, if you think that's being that's a consistent problem? How are you going to actually make it better? And so, to me, if the NBA takes a game off tonight and they protest. It's a problem. Now, the Bucks are a little bit different, right? This is their home state, um, and they are having to deal with this kind of – it's personal, right? They're they're going through their players and their coaches, um, and same with the Brewers. They're going, going through a moment of, like, having to, 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 to work through the emotions of this occurring in their city or state in this case. But to the rest of the league – it's not about it's about how do you fix this if you think it's a problem because obviously talking about it isn't fixing it um because people are still upset by this people are still hurt people are still angry and and i think that's the maybe the most important part of this and i don't think i've had this discussion over the show but there's been some discussion about whether or not the nba's social action in terms of names in the back of jerseys and Black Lives Matter on the court, have even worked, right? Have they, and by worked, I mean, have they swayed anyone that wasn't already on board with the cause? And I don't know. But clearly, that's not doing what the NBA intended it to do. And there was a discussion for a while about not playing, right? They didn't want to distract. They didn't, they wanted to focus on on change and creating change, Um and I know that there have been discussions to this point of canceling the season. I don't think they will do that. There's a lot of money on the line. There's a lot of there – are, there are guys trying to win championships, to be honest. Um, 
And and I don't think that they're going to do that. Um, but to me, it's all about the next step. It's all about, well, well, how do you actually create change? And, and, and a lot of this requires going kind of deep into the problems, right? And, and some of this is, is politically, you know, disagreeable. There are people that feel different ways. So, for example, members of the black community will say that qualified immunity makes it really hard for them to get justice. Now, I'm skipping over some of the stuff before, you know, the, to prevent the shooting. But let's go with the, the idea of qualified immunity which is the idea that an officer can say they feel feared for their lives um, and it carries enough weight to um, kind of keep them from being personally sued and, and, and it's often used in criminal cases as well. It's meant for civil, but it's used in criminal cases. Um, and there's been talk of, well, we need to get rid of this because it's harder to get justice um, from leaders of the black community and the Democratic Party. But there's also been discussions about whether or not, you know, what happens if you remove qualified immunity, right? Does it make an officer reconsider before drawing his weapon or her weapon in a way that might be dangerous for society, right? An officer fails to act, someone else can get hurt. Those are very important discussions, but those are the discussions that really make the difference. And that's the key to this. And I don't think that putting Black Lives Matter on a basketball court really addresses getting justice for victims that are, that are shot by the police. It doesn't work on racial bias training, right? Some people, and again, I'm not trying to put my political stance. I'm trying to stay kind of in the middle on this. There are some people that believe there's a systematic racism in the police department. There are some people that don't. Those are important issues, right? You can't begin to solve the problem until you agree whether one even exists. And then you figure out what is the problem. And to me, that's where the NBA needs to go. They need to focus on on actually making change, on working on opening poll locations. To me, that's the ultimate one, right? You let people decide and, and you allow them and give them the opportunity to go cast their vote. And, and from there, you know, that's up to that's up to the way the system works. But go make it easier to vote. Go go support candidates that you believe in that, that will go fight for actual change. Sometimes it takes legislative change. Uh, at the local, state, and federal level. And to be honest, it requires elected officials to do this. And now, the only thing I know the Bucks did today was try to reach out to the Attorney General of Wisconsin. And to be honest, that's not really change. In, real, in a true, perfect world, and, and I don't know this is clearly not one, the Attorney General would be neutral, right? The job of the Attorney General, especially if they're going to prosecute this case, is to gather all the facts all of the facts, try to get a complete picture and then present it to a jury if you decide there's enough evidence to even make an arrest. But if you decide there is, then you then you compile it into charges and you place it in front of a jury. And that's really important that you do that. I don't know that reaching out to, a, to an attorney general who's supposed to be unbiased entirely is the right answer. But... I think the worst thing is to get lost in the idea that messaging on a court or on a jersey um, or sitting out a game is even what creates actual change. It creates, it gets attention, but I feel like there is a lot of attention. And, and I might be wrong on this, right? I'm taking kind of a stab. But to me, it creates attention. That, but there already is a lot. And so 
You have to take the next step. And that's what I would I would say to the NBA players. If I was sitting in front of them, it would be, you know, you guys are saying you want change and you want justice. How? What exactly do you want changed? How are you going to get that changed? Because sitting out a game doesn't change any laws. Now, they came out, the, the Bucks came out with a statement and said they asked and, and asked for the legislature to come back. Great. Be more specific. What do you want them to vote on? What do you want? What, what bills do you... Do you know that exists? There might be bills in the Wisconsin State Senate they haven't taken up yet, right? Now, granted, I'm not expecting them to figure this out in a couple hours, but this this is the next step to your to your cause. Don't just say you want to change. Don't even just sit out and protest. Go actually make the change. Now, when it comes to protest, to me, and I still think this, the NBA even if they want to continue the season, needs to figure out a way, or would I would like to figure out a way, to let these guys go protest in the actual communities. Because that actually did make changes. That was not just noise. That led to, to concrete changes in multiple communities around the country following the death of George Floyd. It was not just quitting a basketball game, or sitting out, or forfeiting, um, or being upset, or being hurt. It was, it was constructive, a lot of it. It was vocal. It was... It was saying, it was putting power behind the voice. And at the top, you saw people ask for a bunch of different things. Um, You saw people ask for defunding the police. You saw people ask for funding of other social services. You saw people ask for meaningful changes and banning chokeholds. And those worked. And I feel like that's an element of change. If the Bucks wanted to leave and go back to, to Wisconsin and go to Kenosha and go protest i would be in favor of it now i don't know that that's a popular opinion sounds like the league doesn't really want their players to be leaving the bubble it's a huge risk and it could end the whole season for coronavirus but to me if it's worth it which it sounds like it is then sometimes you've got to take action and this is all very hard there's no necessarily right answer i'm giving my opinion and to be honest it's it's important to note i'm not a black man in america i've never dealt with racism I've never been nervous around the police. And I've been an advocate, at least for a bit, of, of letting the black people speak. Because too many times white people have tried to speak for them, either intentionally or unintentionally. Um, but it is important that you ask questions, that you, that you make somebody, everybody, not just say a broad statement, but, but to push them a little bit. To say, what kind of change are you looking for? How do you think you can get it? And if you want to help, how can I help you? Because that's what the next step is. So I I, I guess I will applaud them for, for taking a stand. I definitely don't have any problem with it. But I do have a problem if they don't do anything else. If they don't push themselves to go forward. If they don't actually fight for real reforms by name. Instead of just saying, we want justice or we want change. Go out and Show me what that change is. Go out and, and list it and call it out and be specific because that's how you do it. Go go help people vote. Go help people. And this is to anybody. Go help people vote. Go work in a polling place. Go do something that actually makes change happen. That's how this country changes. And these NBA players are hopefully going to learn that. And we'll see what the reverberations are in sports. Because this is clearly not over. And and it wasn't over after the, the, the protests with George Floyd. I think some people thought that it would kind of die out and go away. And it didn't. And that's good. 
But now you got to finish the job off. You can't just be loud anymore. Now you got to start getting action. You got to start making the real changes that you're looking for if you're looking for them. So anyway, that was a kind of a serious, passionate episode. Um, But I will see you tomorrow for a Friday episode of the World of Sports podcast and radio show short episode edition.